Tales from the Wild. Stories from the Heart. A journey into the mind and soul of fired up business professionals where they share their vision for the future. And hear from a different non-profit organization every month as they create awareness of their goals and their needs. Dive into a world of untamed passion as we join our host Shireen Buerta for this month's episode of Friends from Wild Places. I love that because that is so true. I think some people might want to say, well, you know, how do you explain, you know, some people that are more academic and other people that are more sporty? You know, the people that are on the field, they're in the swimming pool, they're um, practicing their sport where the other person is, no, nah, I don't do sport. I'm quite happy with being in science class or reading books or they get straight A's and it's a breeze for them. Whereas someone that's a sporty person, which I have to say, that was me. I was the sporty person. I had to work my little booty off to try and get a C plus, you know, no joking. So that's just, I think, coming from that perspective, I think some people will be like, yeah, okay. But you do get some people that are more naturally inclined to a certain side of things. So. You know, I watch my grandkids and I'll use one, I'll use one family as an example. One of the babies was taught very, very young was read to, was sat down with sight words. He was reading full books like he could read and flip the page and read it at 18 months because that was what was put in front of him constantly. The second one that came around, they were a little bit more lax on and she can't read full books, you know, and she's four. And he was doing it at 18 because they constantly had sight words. And I've noticed they don't do that with her. She didn't have sight words in front of her. They didn't have, you know, it was a little bit busier. They were moving. They had other things going on in their life. And they weren't as settled and spending just that one time with that one child. So I do believe that academically he will exceed and outpace her 100%. But I also watched their upbringing and saw the difference of what was put in front of them. And I do believe if they would have spent that exact time and put that in front of heard. I also think there's this drive in the individual. You could look at sports for football. You have Eli Manning and Peyton Manning. They also have another brother, by the way, who isn't an NFL quarterback retired, you know, who went to the Super Bowl. They all played sports. The dad played sports with all of them. Two of those boys took the love of what they were doing to the next level because they wanted it. They loved it. Their brother didn't. That's not what his thing was. It's not what he wanted. So I do believe that based on what we want, you wanted sports. You didn't want to be academically, you know, spending your time over there. So I do think that there's a choice that we make and there's something that we, you know, choose as well. My husband would would say exactly what you're saying, Shireen. And he's like, oh, no, the kids have this blood and that's why they're more athletic. And I'm like, your children are way more athletic than my children because I never got out to play sports with them ever. You played sports from them from the time they could crawl to walk. And all you did every day was just throw balls in the backyard and teach them how to play a sport. They're so much more athletically inclined. And now their children are because they teach them the sport. Well, I didn't raise my children that way. So they're more academically inclined. Like 
they're engineers and stuff. <laughs> they're, they're not, they weren't sports. So that just goes to show. And then we pass that down generation to generation. So, but my husband would say the same thing. No, oh, they have this blood, you know. <laughs> no, I absolutely love that, Colleen. Thank you. I do. I see it from both perspectives, but I always yeah. like to put every type of perspective on the table so we can discuss all kinds of, of angles on it. So thank you for entertaining that. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. We all have opinions and belief, and I respect and honor everybody's opinions and beliefs. And if we would do that, we wouldn't be in wars. We wouldn't be in any of the problems that we have today. If we could just respect and honor other people's opinions and mm-hmm. and the way they feel and think. Mm-hmm. To the T, hit the nail on the head. Thank you. So. Yes. To the listeners, friends from wild places, you know that we support a nonprofit every month. This month, we're going to be supporting Live and Learn. Uh, Colleen is going to just tell us a little bit about it, about the organization and how we can support it. Please go ahead, Colleen. I'm so glad you said it that way, because that just goes to show how ridiculous English grammar is, because... (laughs) It's live and learn, but live and live is spelled exactly the same. How do you teach a child that's growing up that this is how you say the word? They're like, but why? And you're like, I have no idea. I think it's stupid too. But what do we do? I'm just, it's crazy. The stuff that you're like, that doesn't even make sense. People are like, that doesn't make sense, but I'm not sure what to say. Like, how do we even teach English. We don't teach proper English. I don't think here in the States, it's probably taught somewhere else way better, but anyway, so live and learn. I'll tell you why I love this organization. They've been around for about 15 years. They're a smaller organization. They take women that are in generational poverty. They give them a chance and they put them through a two-year program. Well, obviously you heard my story. I wish that that was available for me when I was 17, 18, when I was a single mom, I would have jumped into that in a heartbeat because unless I was willing to do something or get connected with someone that was willing to change my future, I just would have been in this generational poverty from my parents to me to my daughter, right? At the time when I was a single mom. So they take them out. They help them finish their GEDs or graduate. They get them through certificates where they can make more money. In that two years, they have to qualify and graduate from some degree or certificate. Many of them go on to get bachelor's degrees, PhDs, master's, you know, the whole deal. Because now they're given a light and a path that I can do more. The government in the Americas gives just enough for a family to survive if they're on government, not enough for them to actually move forward or get out of that. So this organization recognized that and they believe in what I believe. You empower a woman and they will empower a community. They'll empower their children and they'll empower other women. It's just who we are. So they chose to empower the woman, not the male in the relationship. They empower the woman. And most of the time they find that these women are abused somehow Uh, you know, with the surveys that they take and they help them find housing. They help them, you know, get certificates to get better jobs. They help place them into jobs. So now they're making enough money that they don't need government assistance. The goal in two years to get them off government assistance, get them making their own money, 
and they have, you know, very stringent rules. And I love that because it's not a handout. You know, I love organizations that make you earn your way in a program and you're not just getting handed out money because again, that's what the government does and it doesn't help anybody. So that's a live and learn. It's why I love them so much because again, I think empowering a woman makes the greatest impact on generations to come. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I love that. And, you know, listeners out there, if you are women business owners, entrepreneurs, or just women out there that are comfortable. So what I mean by that is you're waking up in the morning, you're having your coffee, you're going to work, you're going to gym, you're having lunches with your female friends. You're good. Your life is good. You have extra money to spend every month. What's making you not think about that maybe there's women out there that are not in the same situation as you right now that have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, have to worry about how they're going to support their children. Imagine your life being like that. Imagine you having to not have that peace and comfort knowing that, you know, your day is going to be fantastic. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you knew that there's other women out there that don't have the luxuries that we all have, what makes you not want to help those women? So if you're hearing this message right now, live and learn sounds like a fantastic way to give back. So you choose to do that. You get to choose that. Make that decision today and uh, go to live and learn which we will have the link in the show notes for you so you can go and donate and empower other women across the world. So thank you, Colleen, for introducing that uh, nonprofit to us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. So before we come on to a more lighthearted side of things, do we have any more questions for Colleen, Tanya? I would just say she sounds like just an amazing person and I just think the question I have is for people to initially get started with you what would be one thing would it be attending a workshop would it be reading one of your books would it be where should they start right yeah I'm glad that you asked that that's a really great question and many people have read my book step into the spotlight would be the first book that I would definitely offer, that's the main book that I wrote and brought in about nine other authors to really help me in the areas that they're strong in. So stepping in the spotlight to expand your influence to attract the right client, it's really how I teach women to be able to generate more income is you've got to be seen everywhere. And so I brought in experts in Instagram. I brought in experts on stages. I brought in experts on you know, creating that vision and and women that could really compliment me in that book. So I would start with the book. The other thing I would say, and it's available on Amazon, it's pretty simple to find. The other thing I would say is I have a community where you can attend any of the events for free to get started, like all of them. So you could attend a networking event. We're having one, you know, this afternoon. You can attend a speed networking event. You can attend a a mastermind where we come in for 90 minutes. You get free coaching for 90 minutes. 
from us and the other members that are in there. So I say attend something free online because you're probably a female entrepreneur. If you own your own business, you're probably already networking. So come network with us. Come join one of our online events that we have. You can also do a free call. You can go on my website. It's easy, ColleenBiggs.net, and uh, click on the very first page and book a call with me. And, and I can understand a little bit more about what you're doing and where your struggles are, what your goals are, what you want to achieve. I have women that come to me because they say, you know, I'm getting older. I want to spend more time with my grandkids, but I want to be able to generate the same amount of money I'm generating now. So they're not looking to generate more. They just can't see how they can back off and still be able to do that. They're looking for someone to help them put a plan together. So I work with women for an hour, for a day, for 90 days at a retreat. You know, I have several different things for women to be able to dive into to get what they need at their pace the way they like to do it. Some women love retreats. So they want to come and hang out with you and, you know, be at a retreat type feeling and atmosphere and learn from you there. And others just want to kind of get in on a workshop. And other ladies, Want to hire me one-on-one and say, let's just get this done in 90 days so I know what my path is and I'm good to go. So yeah, I would say there's a lot of options there for sure. Awesome. And what about for those that do want to get published uh, with their own book? Any suggestions seeing that you've had a great yes. um, you know, time with that? Yes, I would say that I am surrounded by women in my community that publish books. You know, I use one of the ladies in my community to publish my book. A lot of the other ladies do as well. So when you're looking for resources, like I need to get on more stages, I want to be on more podcasts, I want to publish a book, I want to be in someone's book. Maybe I don't want to publish my own. I just want to be a participant. I've done that with a lot of other authors It's a different way of being able to be published. That's when you need to start surrounding yourself and why I started this community. I literally started this community so women would have unlimited resources. And then it's not just limited to the women in the community. Those women know a ton of other people. So they know thousands of people they can introduce you to indoors. And it might not even be that person that you needed to meet. You needed to meet two other people that they were going to introduce you to. So I think that's an important piece for us to remember is that we need to start surrounding ourselves with people that create opportunity for us. So that's why I think the Leap community is a great, it's such a low price point for someone to be a member of a community and get so much from it. You know, I did it on purpose. So anyone could afford it, whether they had a job and we're still in corporate America brand new as an entrepreneur or a seasoned entrepreneur. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I love that. So that's the leap community. So Tanya's grand network of the year in my world. um, I'm going to come check it out, uh, Colleen. I'd like to partake and yeah, I'm going to, I'll check it out. uh, Thanks, Tanya. I love this. I think this is fantastic. Ladies, I think this is exactly what the space is for for us women to come together and chat about these things so thank you again for sharing so a little bit of lightheartedness to end the podcast off today 
it's since it is the season, tis the season. So I guess I need to ask you, what is your favorite activity to do at Christmas time? Tanya, you want to go ahead and start with you? Yes. So I actually just like the Christmas holiday music of all different uh, genres. And uh, my friend, Colleen, um, who's like a sister to me, we spend a lot of time together over the holiday season. And I just think just having those, you know, moments that just to celebrate, you know, our successes, trials and tribulations throughout the year. That's what I really look forward to. So incorporating music into those down moments for me is is very special. And how about you, Colleen? Yeah, so every year I started this with my kids. Then when I got married, I added my husband's kids and then now the grandkids. I produce, you know, finding it online and creating it some type of ornament for every person in my family. And that ornament is something very special that happened that year in their life. So maybe it's a grandchild who potty trained that year. Maybe it was a grandchild who played sports for the first time on a team. I would get, you know, an ornament that had their same color hair, their number on their jersey, the name of, you know, their team in the year. And that would be their ornament that they would get that year. And then they get to put those ornaments up on their tree. And what it really does is every year when the families get together and they decorate their tree, they get to go down this memory lane of, oh, do you remember when I was one or two or when they had braces or got the first keys to a new car or something like that? So it's just really fun. My husband and I decorate our our tree the same way. It's the places that we've gone to, all of the places we visited, and we kind of go down memory lane of our life together through putting up this tree in our house. So I would say those are my favorite things to do at Christmas. I'm not a big sweets person, so I don't really like look forward to, the only thing I look forward to in November is fall is pumpkin pie. Other than that, I'm not like a big sweets person around Christmas or anything. So I don't like candy canes or any of that kind of stuff. It, for me, it's more about the thoughtfulness and and uh, the ornaments, for sure. It's so funny what you mentioned about the ornaments. So my friend Colleen, like the sister, she has two girls and I have one daughter. So one holiday, we decided we're going to make ornaments, okay? So we're sitting around the, her dining room table and, you know, we had like these clear balls and we're supposed to fill them and paint them and do everything. So everyone else's ornament came out beautiful. I mean, these are like showpieces. Her two girls... Colleen herself is very, you know, just creative. My daughter, you know, amazing. Mine looked like something a three-year-old made. Okay. It was an explosion and everyone is just looking at it like, oh, like, but my daughter kept it and she puts it on her tree. Like it looks like something that like made it through like a disaster. So I'm like, that's, that's my creativity. So I just thought I'd share it with both of you. So it's that's funny. what mine would look like if I made it with you, I'm telling you. It, but it's yeah. so funny. It's kind of like, you know, the places I'm sure they have them out in Arizona. I don't know if they have them out in South Africa, Shereen, but the places where you go and you paint, like everyone does the same thing. I think mine would just be like a disaster. Like I just, I, I don't have that creative space uh, in me. So um, too cute. funny. And how about you, Shereen? What do you like to do? What's your takeaway for the holiday season? 
I think my favorite part is the matching pajamas or the horrible looking matching Christmas jerseys and sweaters that you get. So I like to try and purchase a set for my family. And then I like to wrap them up in in gifts. And I have a little game where it's Alice in Wonderland's little keys, but there's a little card that's attached to each one with a little bit of you know, a little rhyme to show you and guide you to the next key and which will guide you to the next key, which will eventually get you to the gift. And so they will unwrap that and it'll be some other design of a pajama or whatever. So I love doing things for others. I love just being able to do something that'll put a smile on my my family's faces and just to make their day better and I enjoy doing those things that's my highlight is to see their reaction so yeah that's me I want to come to your house for Christmas (laughs) that sounds like a lot of fun (laughs) Um, yeah they just know that Christmas fairy comes around and it looks like you know it's suddenly just got the whole house just gets this splash of Christmas so um, I think they tolerate me to a certain extent, but I just can't help it. <laughs> um, anyway, so thank you so much for joining us today. And before we leave, I just want to say to Colleen, you are a beautiful person inside and out. And I am looking to also join the Leap community. I think not just your it's just everything about you and everything you talk about there's such a beauty and a passion that comes through what you talk about and you really do motivate and encourage women to keep going and I really appreciate you for doing that and for what you do on a daily basis so thank you for that thank you so much thank you we're going to be in that community we're going to join it yeah And for the listeners, would you mind if there is a listener out there that might have connected with your story in any way, shape or form, would you mind letting them know where they can find you to reach out and maybe ask you a question or whatever the case may be? Yeah, I think the easiest way is to go to my website, ColleenBiggs.net. They can book a free call with me right from there. There's a contact page. You can send me a question. If you don't want to book a call, you can just send a question anonymously through the contact you know, form and ask that question. I also love to connect on social media. You know, I love Instagram. I love uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. So if anyone wants to follow me there and then DM and private message me, I will answer those personally. I used to have a team do that, but I like to answer them personally. So reaching out to me in any of those forms really is the easiest way to get to me directly. And I am a real person. You do get to me directly. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but is your team? Well, if I'm out of town, my team is responding for me. But if I'm in town, I'm responding. I have just this thing. I love to respond to my own emails and I always have. So send me an email at Colleen at ColleenBiggs.net. Or you can go to my website and fill out a form and then it'll just email it directly to me. So, yeah. Thank you. And what about yourself, Tanya? (laughs) Yes. So if anyone would like any information about any of the topics that I've shared. So I am the director of the mortuary program at Miami-Dade College. So anybody that has an interest in becoming a funeral director or embalmer, 
that's one area. I also do senior placement. So I match people who can no longer live alone due to cognitive or physical disabilities, let's say, in Florida. So I work for Sunshine Senior Placement. I'm a senior specialist. And I also do litigation for funeral home and cemetery wrongdoing. So that's another area of expertise. So those three, they can find me. My biggest, I guess, playground is going to be LinkedIn. I don't have a TV, haven't watched TV in almost 30 years. So I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit under Tanya Scotisi, and that's S-C-O-T-E-C-E. So send me a message there. Would love to connect and share anything that I know that I can help somebody else out. So, mm-hmm. and you, Shereen, where can they find you? Thank you. I call Tanya my angel because she really does angel work out there. So yes, you can basically find this podcast on YouTube, Friends from Wild Places, but as well on all the music downloading platforms. Please go ahead to the website. It's friendsfromwildplaces.buzzsprout.com. That's friendsfromwildplaces.buzzsprout.com basically go on iTunes go on Deezer and just search for us and we'll be there so please go ahead and you know like comment leave a review tell us what you think it's always appreciated and personally while I'm the same as Tanya you can find me on LinkedIn Shireen Boata that's probably the best place here is a safe space for you so you are welcome and you are loved So thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you, Tanya, for being here today. And we'll see you next time. And remember, you got this and stay wild. Bye, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to Friends from Wild Places with Shireen Buerta. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast from the links to catch every episode and unleash your passion.